Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. Despite the uncertainty of a pandemic, Loris College saw a great deal of support from alumni and friends through donations and gifts in the past fiscal year. In this episode, we look back at successes made possible by our supporters and look ahead to projects that are moving forward as we continue to make Loris a top-tier institution. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm joined by Mike Doyle, Vice President for Advancement and Treasure. Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thanks for having me, Robert. Yeah, Glad to be here. Yeah, well, I've been kind of hoping to have you in the podcast. It took me a year and a half, but here you are. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot better people than me to, <laughs> to be involved in this. Well, I, you're a great talker, and this is yeah, obviously a talking-based uh, medium, so it's good to have you here finally and be able to sit across the table from you. So well, Good. Yeah, so as I mentioned in the intro, intro the, uh, the past fiscal year ended uh, it's May 31st, and so it's been unique. You had to navigate 12 months of navigating a pandemic. I mean, in the year, in the end, it was a really successful year for you. I mean, how do you how do you attribute that level of success uh, and that support for Loras College? Uh, well, we have a great. Obviously, we have um, a great community, and when I say community, that includes the alumni community, our faculty, staff, um, and our students. And people are passionate. Um, you know, the do what, do hawk is, is real. Uh, people get excited. Uh, you know, you can, I continue to getting back into traveling now around the country. Um, and you, it's amazing how you run into people in various airports. You'll be walking by, they'll just say, do what, or go do hawks, or they'll pull you aside and say, hey, I went to Loris in, in 1970 or, or so. Um, the passion, it's a very passionate uh, alumni base. Um, and at, I, as I've discussed with a lot of people here on campus, it's a special place. Um, uh, Loris is, is indeed special. And, uh, you know, Dewhawk Day, the reason Dewhawk Day is so uh, uh, successful is, is there's passion. Um, it's a family. Uh, and people truly, truly care uh, about Loris. Yeah, well, and it's, it's really unique in the, the way that everybody stays connected to this college, too. They leave, but they don't actually leave. You know, they may actually physically, but they're they're still invested in, in Loris' success. Yeah, absolutely, no question about that. Um, and you know, it's it, it what's amazing is people. Uh, sure, the financial support is critical; it's extremely important. But people give so much of their time and their talent as well um, to to assist us and, and to to assist our office. You know, we have the Loris Legacy Ball coming up on Friday, August twentieth, uh, uh, with Greg Gumble coming and being our Master of Ceremonies and. Um, the the volunteer committee um, of friends and alums uh, of Loris College that are on the committee that work with our advancement office to pull to to pull the uh, legacy ball together. Um, you know it, it's extraordinary what we've done in the last four plus years. There's another example of success of raising uh, well over a uh, million dollars in in four plus years of of a one night event with uh, a fund to scholar uh, portion as as well as some auction items. So. Um, it, it is invigorating, uh, bring, gives you a lot of energy to uh, continue on those days where that might be getting long. Um, but, but also, we have a great team. We have a dedicated team of, of uh, folks in the advancement office. Um, but it's not just the advancement office. Um, you know, our advancement committee made up of, of uh, Board of Regents, um, 
uh, current regents uh, is very supportive and, and is engaged in our faculty and, and staff is engaged in doing whatever they can do uh, to help us raise money um, and, and improve the profile uh, and, and the overall student uh, experience and, and success uh, at the college. Yeah. So, so fiscally, this past year was what was it the, the third highest amount of money that yeah. we've raised? Well, we had our third best cash fundraising okay. here in school yeah. history. You know, there's three ways we we talk about a three legged stool. There's uh, cash, uh, there's pledges, um, and, and uh, there's planned gifts. Uh, in terms of when when you look at um, uh, what you can do, both for current current donations as well as or current gifts as well as um, uh, future commitments to the college. So, um, so you have that three-legged stool there, and then you have the three-legged stool where um, you can have support capital gifts. Uh, you know, there's some great renovations going on on campus, specifically here in Kane Hall, where we're uh, having this discussion today, mm-hmm. um, as well as we'll be making some renovations in, in Beckman throughout this year uh, to improve our, our first and second year housing to start that process. Um, so you have the capital gifts, and then you have the annual fund gifts, which supports the operations. Is what I like to call the bread and butter or meat and potatoes of the operation. We absolutely have to have that um, that uh, support. And then also, uh, what's critical is the endowment support and our, you know scholarships or chairs, uh, faculty chairs or professorships. And uh, probably the uh, most ex- thing that I'm most excited about, uh, in addition to it being the third best year in school history. Uh, in terms of cash, um, but what we've done with the Inspiring Lives and Leadership campaign, which concluded uh, in 2017, in October of 2017, uh, with that $105 million campaign, we're starting to reap the rewards of that from some planned gifts that came in. And, and, and you know, we raised $10.5 million in cash. We were helped and assisted by a $2 million um, estate gift. Um, gentleman left uh, Loris uh, in his will. Uh, we received a percentage of his estate, and we received 90% of that payout, or $2 million, um, um, right before May 31st. And we documented that planned gift during the campaign uh, at about $1.2 million is what we had included in the campaign total. Mm-hmm. Uh, under we we're very conservative in what we project, what we will receive, but that was part of that that uh, hundred and uh, five million uh, that we had raised, and uh, so it came in uh, much higher than the one point two million. So, uh, but any successful advancement office in college across the country, um, twenty to thirty to forty percent of their their annual cash uh, comes from their plan giving portfolio, and that really what what we accomplished in the campaign, um, in the inspiring lives and leadership campaign. Uh, we increased our, our planned giving and pledge expectancy portfolio from around 20, 24 million to uh, well over 60 million, approaching 70 million. And uh, that bodes well for the future of the college. Well, and that having the, you know, the third most cash raised in a year, but that's kind of, that's been the trend in, in the last five years, especially there's been a lot of fundraising that's really been successful and kind of been a little bit above, above and beyond where we've been previously. So oh, how, how do you talk, can you talk a little bit about those past five years? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had four of the best, uh, four of the top five cash fundraising years in school history and the top three, uh, uh, years in, in school history within the last five years. Um, we had our largest one-time cash gift uh, of uh, five million dollars uh, a couple of years ago, um, and so it, it really it's it's been people working together, you know, in 
and I tell people, I'll say, oh, they'll say, oh, you're doing a great job. Our team's doing a great job. The college is doing a great job. Uh, faculty, staff, or administrative team. But, you know, I attribute a lot of our success. We had an incredible campaign steering committee for the Inspiring Lives and Leadership uh, campaign. And, and just a, an incredible group of folks that were um, tremendously helpful in, in um, helping us put together a strategy and, and some of the supporting materials that, you know, they say it takes a village and, and we've got a lot of people that are willing to step up and, and help out. And uh, uh, just grateful for all the support um, that we've had from, from alumni, friends, and from the campus community. And again, it goes back to our advancement team. Uh, they executed it and uh, executed the plan, and, and we're starting to reap the rewards of that campaign and also the continued hard work. And as for, I, I probably didn't directly answer your question earlier in terms of how do we have the third best year in, in school history uh, in terms of cash with, with the pandemic going on. Folks, we just got after it. Um, you know, I, I had talked a lot about this doesn't change our goals. We struggled with donors. We were down a little bit in donors because we lost some in-person events. Homecoming is a big one mm -hmm. um, to where we pick up a ton of graduate donors, and then we try to retain those as we move forward for folks who are first-time donors that come back for homecoming. So we lost out on that, but it wasn't a, a huge shortfall. But, you know, in terms of our cash goals, those didn't change. Um, the phone still worked. Uh, you know, Zoom meetings, people became more uh, comfortable with the Zoom meetings. Um, and toward the end of the year, as people became more comfortable and people started to get vaccinated, we were able to have some, uh, some meetings in person. And some were creative where folks would meet in the park and they would sit six to eight feet apart. Um, we've had a, we had a couple of development officers that had those types of meetings. So we just, we didn't say, oh, we can't, we're going to, we're just not going to, we're going to stop working. We just kept working, had to go about it. Mm -hmm. Um, because the expectation was we'd still hit our goals. And, uh, so I'm really proud of the team and, and all the great work that they did and, and, and the support of the administration and, in in the regents and faculty and staff to make, help us make all of this happen. Yeah. Well, and it speaks again, a lot to this, the support that the college receives when, you have a year where everything's uncertain. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, just individuals, their fiscal situation is kind of up in the air, and yet we're still seeing that support. They're still making a priority to like, you know, what this this college is still so important to me. I, I'm going to support it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna navigate through this, and that that's going to be part of our support moving forward. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so talk about the support and the reward. You know, talk about reaping the rewards. And those are definite improvements that are that are being seen across campus. So. Can you talk a little bit about how ultimately this it's benefiting students? How do the students kind of see the benefit from all this support that they're that we're receiving? Well, you know, and just so the audience knows, you you give me some of these questions in advance <laughs> so I can prepare some cheat <laughs> some notes to cheat from or a cheat sheet, so to speak. But all right, well, all right you know, hang on, hang on. Uh, Trent, yeah. cut that out. We don't want to, we don't want to get, uh, nobody's behind the curtain on this. That's uh, not <laughs> but um, you know. Some of, the th some of the improvements that students are experiencing in terms of in the classroom and common room space, one thing we've heard is students want places to gather. Mm -hmm. They want places to, to be able to meet. The, we need to improve our, uh, in the area of community spaces, and we have. A prime example is um, the third floor of Kane Hall is where uh, we had renovated the Lynch family floor, and it's the home of the Noonan School of Business, Francis J. Noonan School of Business. And... Um, on that floor, we have uh, a, a community space uh, 
right in the center of the floor, along with a, a finance and analytics lab, uh, where students can uh, meet to go over projects, uh, uh, work on, on on projects, do uh, you know our our the investment class that manages our a portion of our endowment uh, portfolio does a tremendous job. They're able to meet in the, in the finance and analytics lab. But they can meet with faculty there as well in that open area because faculty offices are right around um, where that uh, meeting space is. Um, that's just one very simple example. Um, and another area is I went back and I took a look. Um, you know, our in endowment distribution that students benefit from in terms of scholarship distributions um, it, within the last five years, the distributions have increased by uh, 50% or over $700,000, and that's a direct reflection uh, of the campaign, um, uh, the Inspiring Lives and Leadership campaign, where the focus was endowment-driven, wanted to grow the endowment so that we could uh, increase uh, the distributions. Um, other areas, common space, uh, uh, the back patio of Kane Hall, a beautiful space uh, where you'll see faculty holding class outside from time to time during the uh, fall and spring when it's still nice out. Um, and then uh, um, uh, we're working on areas down by the Alumni Campus Center where there's a gathering space um, out uh, behind the Alumni Campus Center on, on top of the wall that, that was just replaced after uh, a tough time But mm -hmm. uh, when we had the wall collapse. But uh, with that um, being put back up, we've uh, taken that opportunity to create another gathering space. And then as we, we start to begin the process of renovating Beckman, um, and eventually, uh, as we get into uh, renovating Biddens Hall, there will be a, a community spaces within Beckman Hall uh, for students to gather, to be able to study together and meet together. Uh, but then also within, outside, there will be a gathering space uh, in terms of a common area, a plaza area between uh, Bins and Beckman. So a lot, of, a lot of good things are happening. I mean, I could go on and on. The science hall, uh, while we, the, the, we're not gutting the science hall per se, uh, we've upgraded uh, classrooms and labs in the uh, within the last four years. There have been tremendous improvements. I, I think all of the, if not all of the labs, um, all but one are in now air conditioned uh, uh, for students to be able to um, be able to uh, conduct their their um, their research and, and their um, experiments or whatever it is mm -hmm. they need to do. I'm a business guy, so not really a, a, <laughs> a science guy, but but whatever they need to do in, in that area trying to make it sure. as as, um, uh, as um, state-of-the-art as possible and also as comfortable as possible. Yeah, well, and, and we've seen uh, some rock bowl transformations too, a new field, a new track, a uh, new scoreboard. So, I mean, even, yeah, like, yeah so anybody More, visiting campus sees that pretty Yeah, the as well. Finnegan family track and then uh, uh, John Gavin uh, in the class of 65 uh, uh, led the charge for the new video board. Uh, it's tr tremendous. Um, it's we're in the top 10 for division three schools in the country for the size of the video board. And, and it's not only for athletics, but yeah, we, at commencement, it was just, it was wonderful that, to, to be able to have that, uh, at our disposal for commencement and to be able to honors, honor the graduating seniors and graduate students, um, uh, as they went across the stage and, and the, the videos leading up to commencement, as well as being able to have the commencement on also on the video board. Uh, during that time and 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 then student life will and and student development will be taking care of or taking advantage of that video board with some activities for students not uh, whether you're in athletics or not in athletics uh, some uh, 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 activities that for the entire campus to be able to 
uh, uh, utilize and enjoy. So uh, we're really excited about that as well. Yeah, it's a great asset to have on campus. And and you touched on a little bit about the the upgrades for the, the residence halls that are underway now, kind of upgrading those. You, and you talked a little bit about fourth floor of, of Kane, but can you talk a little bit about what's actually going in on the fourth floor of Kane? That, that's under, it, it's under development right now. Yeah, so we did third floors. We talked about fourth floor right now is, is, is being... Uh, uh, currently renovated the class of, of 71 with their 50th class reunion uh, has in their class uh, gift their project have have done a terrific job um, and uh, it that they they will raise well over uh, five hundred thousand dollars and and uh, we're going to be able to renovate fourth floor and that'll be home to our masters of athletic training program as well as as our kinesiology uh, program which uh, two of the faster growing programs on campus and, and a real opportunity for growth. So we're really excited about that. And uh, the, the facilities that they're utilizing now, and it's a top program in, in the state of Iowa, the Masters of Athletic Training, as well as the kinesiology, but really in the, it, it, it's uh, on its way to becoming a top program in, in the country. Um, and uh, what they've done with the facilities they currently have and what they're going to be able to do uh, with the facilities they will have. Um, it's exciting, um, and it, it really – the sky's the limit there. And, again, it comes back to the support and passion of our alumni uh, and, and the supporters of the college, and it's amazing what we can do uh, with some of these transformational gifts that we've, we've uh, had the opportunity to receive. Yeah, and, again, it's, it's something that directly benefits the students moving forward, yeah. so it's always kind of student-focused on almost everything. Yeah, I think uh, anybody that works here, um, and that's why we're here, it's, mm-hmm. it's all about the students. Without the students, we're not in business. So uh, they are our focus, and, and you know, I, I'm a 1991 grad, um, and, uh, you know, I look back on my years with fondness, and, and now it, it's great that we've been able to um, take the experience from that those of us had in the past and, and, and to enhance that experience and then to provide some of these facilities and access that we're able to provide um, it continues to uh, um, bring Lawrence to the forefront and have us be one of the leaders um, in education. Yeah, so looking forward at, you know, near future or even a little bit farther than that, what, uh, what other campus updates are kind of in the queue and looking to, kind of looking to, to move forward? We've enhanced the fifth floor of our alumni campus center to help um, um, the student development in that area to give another gathering point for students. And then also with the uh, Center for Inclusion and Advocacy updated their space. With the Center for Experiential Learning, we've, uh, they're uh, going to move to the Miller Academic Resource Center uh, and be down um, on the first floor right there with, uh, with the Lynch Learning Center and in, in just an improved space and updated the space um, on the first floor of the Miller Academic Resource Center. It's going to be another great area for students to utilize services that are there to help them um, uh, uh, as they go through their studies in, in another great uh, gathering space. Um, down the road, as we move forward over the course of the next uh, five to ten years, obviously, um, we need to c- continue to focus in on, on our, our first and second year residence halls. That's a focus. And then our, our, our just incredibly successful uh, media studies program, um, one focus will be to, uh, on a multimedia center uh, to give um, uh, them and the media uh, program, Craig Schaefer and his program, the, the state-of-the-art facilities that, that, that they need in terms of uh, where they are right now, um, what they're able to accomplish. They have 
good facilities, but we need to improve that space so to give them more room so that we can um, uh, in, increase, obviously, the, the more students we have here, the uh, enrollment's always a, a key player. And, and if we can drive enrollment in that area with a successful program and give them uh, uh, more space and state-of-the-art space, that's that's a win-win for the program and a win-win for, uh, for Loris. Yeah. So kind of over the end, now that you spoiled everything, everybody knows that I gave you questions beforehand. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd said uh, so. Over these past five years, is there anything that stands out? And, and don't you don't need to limit to five years. If there's anything else that stands out beyond that, that you know, something that we've accomplished or that that you've accomplished through the advancement office that you're particularly proud of. Is there anything that really kind of? Yeah, I mean, w- where we are um, as of May 31st uh, uh, of 2021 with our endowment, it is the greatest. Uh, Looking back over the last five to ten years, it's it's one of the greatest achievements. I think that we, as an institution, as as uh, an alumni group, uh, as a faculty staff uh, group, as an administrative group, as as the board of regents, anybody involved with Loris, we've grown our endowment by over eighty one point five percent since uh, May thirty first of twenty sixteen. And if and if you go back even further. Uh, the growth, but uh, we are at about 30.6 million, uh, and as of May 31st, we just missed 56 million. We're just uh, over 55.9 million our endowment, and that was a combination again of the campaign. Um, and yes, we did have some uh, great results in the market over the course of the past year. But as I remind people, that some people will bring that up, that we put ourselves in a position to take advantage of the market, and for us to have over an 80% increase in the market value of our endowment over a five-year period is probably the single greatest accomplishment I think that uh, we've achieved uh, over the past uh, five years from an advancement office perspective. Obviously, the greatest thing we do and the greatest accomplishment we do on campus is is, uh, having uh, students come in as freshmen and, and um, graduate four years later with that degree. I mean, that's 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 our most significant accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But from a from an actual operation standpoint, um, from the advancement office, that that's pretty special. That's something that I'll look back on um, when I'm retired and saying that that was pretty special. Yeah. It was it was a lot of work, but boy, it was worth it. Yeah. Well, and now after you know, a year of pandemic and kind of got that all behind us, and now, I mean. How, how excited are you to have people coming back to campus? Obviously, we have the Legacy Ball, as you mentioned. Later this month, we've got homecoming. We actually will be in person, which is exciting. I mean, how how excited are you to actually be able to get together with alumni on campus once again? Well, I mean, that's... I mean, that's why I'm in the business I'm in. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I feed off, the, I get energy from being around people. Uh, um, for those that haven't met me, I'm a people person. For those who have met me, I probably annoy you uh, more <laughs> more often than not. But, you know, that, that we're excited, uh, obviously, uh, to be able to um, get together with, with uh, fellow Dewhawks and, and celebrate Loris. And, and, and it's wonderful to be able to um, just... Uh, continue to help move the move Loris forward and and uh, so yeah we're it's a great feeling um, and you know we'll we'll uh, as we continue there's still uncertainty but uh, we're moving forward um, and we'll take any precautions that uh, we need to take as we go forward in the next few months but we don't anticipate it uh, going back to anything that was the previous year where right. there were absolutely nothing in person that, that now. Um, you never say never, but but our plan is to move forward accordingly, and we can't wait to have folks back for homecoming and and to uh, 
to celebrate. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me to kind of talk about the fiscal side of the college and then also to provide that little bit of a preview of, of everything that's happening and what's what's coming down the pipe. Thanks, Robert. So, Appreciate it. Yeah, well, thanks. Go do Hawks. Go do Hawks. Thanks again. And also, I want to say thank you to our producer, Trent Hanselman. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts, as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily website at daily.loris.edu. While you're there, you can sign up for email notifications so you don't miss out on any Loris news. We hope you'll join us again next time for another Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks. Hawks.